Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like climbing a fireman's pole, but we slip right down. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That silence wasn't appreciation. <laughs> My name is Phoebe Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. Coming up, we have got a, another podcast host. What? <gasps> I know. I know, I know. I've cheated on you. Uh, <laughs> and I've got another podcast host in. Uh, she presents the Stripper Stories podcast. We have the lovely Chloe. Hi, it's Chloe here, the host of Stripper Stories podcast. I am a pro stripper and been working in the sex industry for 10 years. I've been listening because I've been listening to your podcasts over the last week and I feel like we're best friends so like it's just like yeah you're coming in to have a nap with me and Phoebe because that's what I've been doing with you for the last week so I know all about your anal douching what? Uh, I know all about sugar daddy I know <laughs> I know I know it's a lot it's a lot I think it's a, it's a lot but I love <laughs> it one of the things that I love about it is you just you uh you just launched straight in there with like you know all your your past and like just going right this is why yeah this is why I'm a stripper this is what I've done and this is who we are uh fuck yeah yeah, yeah. you know, so. you know I mean? yeah I mean you know if, if lockdown's taught me anything it's just like that is it just to have a chat have a have a like don't be apologetic life is too short and I think especially with my friends who I'm like gagging like literally pulling them all by the dicks to come on the show I really <laughs> I really need some men. Do you know any men that want to come? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Don't friend. No. Podcast. No. no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm sorry. No. Maybe going to get angry. <laughs> you. Right. Our friend, Master Peter, he will be. He's oh. a great bang for your buck. Bibi's jealous because she doesn't want to let him go. She's there. You know, they're pretty <laughs> much. Well, to Bibi, they're married. Engaged. <laughs> For Master Peter, he's just an occasional guest on our podcast. Oh, so, amazing. I mean, you know. <laughs> and he thinks he's called can... Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> you can use him till he's done and I'll, I'll take the dregs at the end. I don't exactly. Mind. Oh, exactly. Oh, until he's perfect. just blowing out dust. Yes, you know? that's perfect. I'll have it. I'll take it. We'll have I all the get. spunk. You have the bubbles. How's perfect. That? I don't can mind I, it. I don't mind it. I'll can I? That. Can I? I am BBC for God's sake. <gasps> so yes. for one of you, Chloe, for yes. God's sake, Chloe, <laughs> tell me, because I unfortunately haven't listened to your podcast yet because I've been having what's called a breakdown. And, <laughs> and it's it's hitting it's hitting fierce levels. Yes. Is it really? Oh, oh I'm man. so sorry. So tell, well, do you know what? I think it's entertainment brothers, and I'm here to entertain <laughs> if nothing else. So right. tell me, tell me how you became a stripper. Um well that was it's a funny story. Uh, it's not like I've thought about it like myself, which is a strange thing. A dude actually suggested that I do it in like a kind of backhanded dig. He worked in a bar with me, he was a piano player. And um, I dated him, and I was the the cocktail waitress just behind this bar. And he um he oh. yeah he saw all these dudes giving me their number, and I was a stupid 
drama school cost me loads and loads of money per year and I needed to pay it off. And he was like, do you know what you could do? You could become a stripper. Look at all the people giving you numbers across the bar. Maybe you should just go lap dance. And I was like, oh, shut up. Then we had an argument. And then the first thing I did was go and audition in, in the strip club. And I, just, <laughs> I stayed there ever since. And I was like, fuck you. I'm going to go become a stripper. And I, and I did. And it was really good. And I'm glad I did, you know. <laughs> Never, yeah. never take advice of an eight-inch pianist. That's <laughs> literally. Well, that's and a down 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 a <laughs> <laughs> That's how. Yeah. Was was it a mental leap to do it? Did you not? You know what? It was the easiest thing in the world. Like <laughs> I thought it was going to be like difficult for me, but no. I, I think um, the dancing aspect of it. Obviously, it's something I I went from like classical dance to dancing around a pole, which is very different for me. Um, so oh. I did the very like awkward thing of like watching YouTube videos, how to be a stripper. <laughs> and it was like, oh, um, and it didn't work out. I literally looked like a complete, like I stuck out like a sore thumb on my first night. But, um, but yeah, it was easy for me to like, to get into it, I think. And now I love it. <laughs> well, pre-corona, loved it. Loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So is the podcast, just describe the podcast as well for us, for our lovely listeners. Oh, it, well, it is basically just like what it says on the tin, stripper stories. Like that's how it kind of started. I just had a lot of customers, strange, weird, fantastic people that I just thought, oh, I'll tell these stories, you know, and get it out there. All my friends used to say when I was drunk, I'd regurgitate these stripper stories. They're like, you should put that on a podcast. Mm-hmm. So I did. And I, you know, it gave me something to do in lockdown. And then um, as yeah. it's carried on, I've met some wonderful people like you, you know, that we can all have a good old chat about sex. And it's kind of become more, you know, normalizing sex work and yeah. sex chat. As women, I've got like a, you know, one of my gay best friends on there next week. It's the only guy I can get to come on. Um, <laughs> So we're just talking about loads of weird and wonderful things. And like a couple of my customers have been on there. Um, Wow, that's interesting. Which is weird. Like he's a sex psychologist and I called him Dr. Kink. And he starts talking about the history of BDSM and S&M and hysteria and stuff. So it's quite cool how it's kind of gone from just silly customer stories to like something a bit more substantial. But um, I actually really like it. I'm now working on cam. I'm literally on my computer all the time. Um, Like... Mm still keeping the slut alive and I just thought I don't know I, I I'm I'm I liked I went to drama school so I tried to do the actor thing and I just thought you know if I want to do something something creative in lockdown that doesn't involve me catching corona I think podcasting is it so yeah I, yeah so I yeah that was that was it really and I and I need more friends I'm like, <laughs> come and be my friend yeah. I literally I'm like the, the loneliest of women so I'm like and, and also it's because I like to talk about sex it kind of it does and I'm a, I'm a stripper and all my friends are strippers and sex workers so um it is quite a lonely world when you want to like have muggle friends you know like normal women yeah want to talk about sex all the time or at least you know you say something and they at a party and they'll go <gasps> I can't believe she made genius, you know, and it's so, I think that when I, now I've like got podcast friends who want to talk about, you know, (laughs) sex and it's great. And it makes me feel a lot more, I don't know, free as a woman. Good woman friends. <laughs> talk about penis. Oh, free women. We love free women. Mm. Um, Can I ask you three things? Yes. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) One, do you like, one, um, is stripping sex work? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Yeah. 
I mean, sex work is is a broad. I for me personally, I think it's a broad spectrum of things. There's so many things you can do, um, and it's the oldest profession in the world. People have been selling sex since the dawn of time. So, um, yeah, whether you're an escort, whether you're a girlfriend experience walker, GFE, sugar baby, or a dominatrix, or a stripper, or a all of that comes under the branch of sex worker. I would I would personally say. Yeah, you're basically she, you're basically getting paid to turn someone on. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. like me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, what was my second question? Do um, you must be supremely body confident? That's a funny. Mm, I wouldn't say I'm supreme. I've learned to be body confident. I think been doing it for ten years. In the beginning, I a little baby stripper. It did take me a bit of a while you know the mask of a stripper like being able to act through it and be confident and have a few shots of tequila <laughs> before you go on stage does help um but I wouldn't say I'm the most body confident I think it's it's more like I've kind of become to accept my body better yeah it's kind of has, has it made you more body confident I think so yeah I would say so 100 yeah. percent yeah. And this is my third question. It's not my final question, oh. but it's just my third in this batch. Um, <laughs> I'm in such a weird mood. I'm so sorry. Don't worry. Everyone. Same thing. So got sorry. The, the bonds of glory. That's all. Yeah. It's just all gone. I don't know what's happened. It's just all gone here. Yeah. Um, are there, is there a kind of stripper etiquette? And does that stripper etiquette allow you to have SEX with the men or women? Uh, there is. SEX means sex. Sex. Um, <laughs> people do, obviously. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. It's like drugs and drink happens. It happens everywhere, right? Whether you work in an office or not, you're exposed to different things. Um, they don't want to know about it. The clubs, you know, you can't be seen going home with a man. That is an absolute no no. Um, mm. And, you know, it can't happen in the clubs, obviously. Uh, but it does, ha- it does happen. People do do extras, you know. Um, it, it's come, it comes part and parcel of the job. I have never personally done that. Escorting is where I drew the line for myself. Not because I think anything less or more of it. It's just because for me, sex needs to be um, something I want to do, not get paid to do. Um, otherwise, I don't think, I think I, I'm not very good at decompartmentalizing my brain to like <laughs> the thing. I'm enjoying this. Oh, am I enjoying it? Or am I just getting five grand for it? Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think I'd be very good at it. Some women are great and they can do that, you know, and I, and I, I praise them. I'm like, really like good for, Like a lot of my friends are escorts, but I couldn't, you know, for me, I'm just too simple. I'm just simple. But it you know, could I'm just be a love <laughs> thing. You could actually fall in love. So there could be someone there. Oh, baby. Oh, come on. How long have we been doing this fucking Really, woman. How long? Down the exactly. <laughs> exactly. As soon as I start talking about sex work, she's like, but didn't you fall in love with the... I fell in love with the fucking money. The money. Oh, so, Chloe, when you just said five grand, did you just pluck that figure out of the air? Or are you? is five grand a real... Please say five grand's real money. Yeah. I've known women do it for much more than that. Much more. Oh, God. I know. If, I, <laughs> if, if only I were young very and addictive. again. Well, mm. you know what? It, it hasn't got an age limit on it. Truly. Yeah. Truly. Like, and people say, oh, you're just saying that. No, really. Honestly. Like, men and women of all different ages like different things. Sex is so yeah. broad, isn't it? Like, you know, you know from the BBC. There's so many different 
avenues you can buy the porn. You don't have to don't buy the porn. You bring you the see, the thing this. is, is I know the BBC, BBC thinking of the British Broadcasting Corporation, and Chloe's thinking <laughs> of Big Black Cock. That is You're what I'm saying. Chloe. <laughs> I just have to interpret that. I'm Chloe, she made me. So when (laughs) when Rona first rode into town, Miranda fucking came to my right. um, Said, "Oh, have you seen this update?" And it was a BBC link. (laughs) 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 Horrified. God. Horrified. What kind of stories are in the stories? Then, what kind of stuff have you talked about? Oh gosh. well, lots of them. I mean, I talk about my first time, my, my first and longest experience with a sugar daddy who ended up passing away. Yeah. Weird story in itself. Um, but yeah, it kind of goes through the like, ebbs and flows of actually having feelings or at least catching friendship with someone. Mm. Um, and, and then there goes to another point where I, you know, I met a guy who had a real fetish for dead bodies. So there's a <laughs> bunting fetish where a guy... <laughs> Literally came into the club and asked me to lie still with my eyes closed and pretend like I was dead. That was it. And I was like, what is going on? And it's, it's not just the dead body. It's the jumping on the dead body's stomach. So the entrails of the dead person goes into another person's mouth. Okay. It's that disgusting. <laughs> okay, so it goes from that to lots of different things uh, else. That's that's probably one of the most. <laughs> Munting is now my new safe word, I think. That's <laughs> Literally. A, oh, that's I, thought, I thought you said bunting. And I was waiting. <laughs> I was you waiting for, I was waiting for that to happen. Literally, just pop the bunting up. Oh, no. Oh, oh do you no. feel like I'm in oh, the, no. I was born in the wrong era? <laughs> oh, God. I think that's you're hilarious. Definitely in the wrong podcast, Phoebe. <laughs> Firstly. Definitely, definitely. Um, now you said earlier that you were you were on cam, and I've noticed that in the some of the episodes you're like, oh, I'm on cam whilst I'm recording this, just for the sake of BB Lynch to my left, or possibly um, <laughs> to your right, yeah. wherever um, she is. Yeah, wherever. Oh, yeah, wherever she, where she should be. Can you just explain mm-hmm. what you mean when you say you're on you're on cam? Um, so it is like a webcam service. Um, it's kind of like chat roulette if anyone's ever been on that it's, it's kind of like lots oh, of classic yeah classic if anyone knows about <laughs> it but you pay women or men or couples or trans women men an x amount of money per minute to yeah. speak to them kind of like how we're speaking now but whether it's with your tits out or your feet out or whatever else the kink is um yeah people get paid up to maybe about 10 pound a minute <gasps> um, like EB. Have you seen Maybe. that cock destroyer lady? That oh um, yes, Who? Um, what's her name? Rebecca, Rebecca Moore. Yeah, cock destroyer woman. She's her name. She's got like yeah, she's basically mental. She's a cam girl, and she and she's on. She was online yesterday when I was working on adult work. I was ten pound a minute. I'm like ten pound. I wonder what she's doing on there for ten pound a minute. I was like, I almost wanted <laughs> destroying to destroy cops. Literally <laughs> destroying all the cops. I'm like, what? How does she mental. destroy them? She does a lot of like kind of now she's upgraded to not just porn and shoving cocks in her face she does these really funny like 
ex-Quentin Tarantino like excerpt <laughs> things where she'll pretend like she's in the movie and someone will edit it and she'll be like, give me your cuck. <laughs> and then someone else will be like, no, no. It's, it's like she does these different like videos. Last week it was like the little mermaid on a rock, <gasps> like getting getting like pummeled by like <laughs> some sort of like, I don't know what it was, but you have to look at her Instagram. It is shocking. Uh, oh and she, my she God. works on cam, honestly. Uh, it's, her, yeah. it's hilarious. Ten I, feel a minute. Like, I feel I, like when I do this podcast from now on, I need to be holding a rosary and just <laughs> <laughs> and sprinkling myself with holy water. This is this is too much. Bunting. Saging. Yeah. Bunting. 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 Safe word. Safe word. Yeah. Tell me what your safe word is. BB Lynch. Well, it was. It used to be BB Lynch. Now it's definitely munting. Definitely. 100%. So you basically so you can spend all day on camp. So like because I used to do a bit of cam work. Oh like, yeah. When, I went through a stage um, where I broke my ankle and I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't see clients. So I'm there all in the <laughs> finest lingerie. Because like you said, like, you know, uh, sex work doesn't have an age limit, neither does it have a weight limit or you know, you can any size, any shape, any colour, any gender. It's, it's, I love it. I think it's great. Um, but I, so I had to try and do it with, a, with an ankle cast on. <laughs> And like at one point I even put, oh yeah, and I've even got an ankle cut because like you can sell anything, can't you? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, is it gonna sell if I've got an ankle cast on? Is that fat girl with an ankle cast? Is that gonna <laughs> I got nothing? I got nothing for that. Nothing. Really? Nothing. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say you get some foot fetish guys or, or like ankle fetish guys or exactly. something like that. I'm exactly. sure. I think if I had been able to sort of peel off the cast, do you know what I mean? Like the dirtier, the if I could have pe- peeled off the cast on cam, oh, then oh. Anyway, that would, oh. yeah, it would have been shown all the like the grotty. Oh, and sniffed it afterwards. Yeah, that oh, was sniffed it. Oh, sent, sold, sold the cast. You could have sold the cast. You know, I've sold a lot of things on that website. You can sell anything. <laughs> I swear to God. What's the weirdest thing? Oh, I mean. You know, pleaser shoes, you know, those stinky, stinky shoes that all dancers wear and you live and die in these stinky, grotty shoes. Like we're mm. talking about like ones that don't have any straps left on them that smell <laughs> like the inside of someone's arsehole. I've sold them <laughs> for like 150 quid, more than the shoe <sighs> was worth before, to a guy. And he'll just take pictures of him like, thank you for my shoes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> I wouldn't even chuck those out. I'd feel bad for the bin men. Like, it's just <laughs> awful. And I've sold them on my old knickers. Like, I mean, that's probably pretty generic. I'm, I've heard other people selling like really, really strange shit, like old plasters. Oh. Like old used plasters. Bits of oh, hair wow. extension. <gasps> used. Oh like, my God. Goes, you know, the internet is a weird and wonderful place, as you know. You know people, <laughs> people is. Do, yeah, it's strange, strange. There's Sorry. a lot of hustling behind it, though. Like, I know loads of people are going to be listening to this because this is sort of one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, which was um, OnlyFans. Although we're probably not going to have time because I'm just having a great natter. No, Sorry. no, it's fine. I don't <laughs> care. This is great. <laughs> People don't realise the hustle that's behind all of this. Like, you can't just go, oh, here's my old soggy shoe or here's my old soggy plaster. Like, there is actually, you know, you have to advertise on places like Adult Well, can you work? And you have to, like, you know, some you might have to have a, a website or, like, um, be on, like, nowadays, the big thing is to be on social media. Do you think that a lot of people don't realise how much hustle there is behind doing all these things like only fans yeah that's the thing my um, i spoke to one of my friends was it last week the week before on the podcast she um works on babe station 
And so she mm. works on Cam as well as Babe Station, which is a completely different media in itself. And she's got an OnlyFans. I don't have one myself. But I said to her, like, how difficult is it to set up an OnlyFans? She was like, it's constant. You have to be uploading content all the time, different <sighs> outfits, like messaging everyone back. Like people think that you can just set up an OnlyFans and be rich as Bella Thorne. That's yeah. not going to happen. Like you have to have a big online social media platform to start off with, really. That mm. helps. Um but real sex workers who actually put like porn on there and actual like legit things, they don't normally advertise it online because it is so X-rated. They'll have their Instagram taken down in a second. Do you know what I mean? It is like quite yeah. bad. So it's normally now for, more for influencers who just want to show a bit of side boob. That's the people who are making <laughs> most money out of it now, not the actual sex workers themselves, which is a bit of a shame. But um, yeah, but yeah, it's a lot of hard work. That's why I haven't got only fans. I haven't got like time to be posting <laughs> pictures it's so difficult honestly these women are constant all the time like you know opening like everything's got to be perfect all the time and it's like a very personal service where you have to message people back what do you need like personal videos personal <sighs> no I just not for me when you were saying the whole thing about the admin and everything you have to do around it and you said social media exactly what you just said Chloe I just thought that um or actually maybe you said Mary about insta I thought it was really hard to talk about anything on any social media platform without without being shut down. Isn't there yeah. the kind of free the nipple thing? Yeah, was that, did that actually work out? I don't remember if I did. No, that's the point. Like men are allowed to show their nipples, but women can't. And yeah. they've also now got a thing about um, about fat people. So it's like if you you can you can have someone who's a size twelve in a bikini, but you couldn't have someone who's my size in what? a bikini. So, that? Yeah. Um, just like the just the gods of Instagram, so it's it's a really unfair system, and that's that was what the point of OnlyFans was, I think, was so because you couldn't have all the well, not the point of it, but because you could have um, a lot of nudity on Instagram and on Twitter, and loads of people have had their accounts taken away. It's an absolute. It's it's such a fucking shit show. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. And yeah. now, like, it's all those people on Instagram who have been, that have gone on to OnlyFans. I'm not explaining this very well. I'm sorry. No, you're I'm drunk. Not... No, it's okay. <laughs> you're drunk. You're in Scotland. You it's fine. Yeah. You don't you're know what's drunk. going on. It's <laughs> fine. You're having Chloe. a rum and you're the guest. You're better at explaining. You'll be better at explaining. No, I know what you're trying to say. You nail on the head. Like, I think that's probably where it kind of derives from is, like, people wanting to actually free the nipple, the clit the arsehole, all of it. Um, and I think that's, I mean, obviously people don't want to see spread arseholes when you go onto Instagram. I totally understand that. That is where you draw the line. But um, I have been told, and it's, you know, widely publicized online, if you are an OnlyFans uh, content creator and you do supply that type of content, it does not work on Instagram or Twitter. So, for, mm. so the only people who are able to promote it properly um, are people who are like Bella Thorne showing side boobs, showing a, you know, a classy uh, underwear picture or whatever. And, and it's not, um, it's kind of over-promising and under-delivering, mm. which I, I mean, I think Cardi B, for instance, ex-stripper, she set up an OnlyFans, but she did say in the bio, there is no WAP in yeah. this. You know, OnlyFans. There is none. Don't expect it. It is just, you know, a backstage pass to all of my music videos or whatever. So people aren't expecting big old wet pussy, right? So yeah. um, that was what Bella Thorne did wrong, I feel like, because just she ex- did say, you know. Just explain what the Bella Thorne scandal was. Um, do, well, just briefly, she just, it's typical 
overpromising and underdelivering. You know, ex Disney princess wanted to free the nipple and free a bit more. Said, you know, I really want to for all the sex workers out there publicize how women are being oppressed and all of this. And I'm I'm also doing a sex film as well that I'm <laughs> going to promote. Um, so come and join my OnlyFans and see my WAP. So everyone goes, okay, I really want to see, I mean, Bella Thorne, she's always suggesting stuff on her Instagram, but never obviously posting anything because her Instagram will be shut down. Yeah. And she she made a million pounds in one day, <gasps> a million dollars in one day and two million in the week. And within that week, people were then asking for chargebacks and it's now made the platform change their policy completely oh. across, across the board because because of her. And all of the other, you know, sex workers are all having a massive uproar about it. But yeah, yeah. so she did overpromise and hugely underdeliver. Oh my God. Yeah. Strippers have, so um, it, it, under the umbrella of um, sex workers, are you looked after? Are your no. rights, you're not? No, I don't. We have some collectives like Berlin Strippers Collective, the East London Strippers Collective, where they do campaign for and publicize strippers' rights because we don't have, you know, sick pay. We don't have, um, you know, uh, giving us a month's notice. We don't have, you know, maternity leave. We don't have any of that um, because we're self-employed. We're, you know, an hourly kind of job. Um, mm. A lot of a lot of dancers as well don't pay tax. Some, a lot do now and now starting to, but the old golden age of stripping, people were earning so much money buying houses in cash, this, there and everywhere. Now things have become a little bit more, you know, a bit tighter. People are having to pay tax. And so when, you know, the COVID did happen, I did get the self-employment tax, uh, or tax rebate help or whatever that was um, because I d- did pay my tax, right? So mm. a lot of strippers who didn't, didn't get any help at all. Um and also I've heard in America, it's even worse. You know, they, they don't get any help. Even if they do pay their tax, they've put the, they've banned all sex workers from getting any sort of government help at all. Um, so I think in the UK, we are quite privileged to at least get a couple of grand or whatever we got from, from the government helpers scheme. But um, yeah, in, in general, no. We had the East London Strip Collective on, didn't we, Mary? Mm-hmm. Friends I yeah. Show, Friends I Show. Oh, um, yeah. Do you know what's bothering me? What? about you two um <laughs> especially she says, here we go here just we go just you two. oh this is gonna be a list no but <laughs> no the thing right so if any kind of cam work or um or sex work or stripping or anything like that how the f- at the time i i'm never sex ready i'm never <laughs> sex ready if I if someone if someone shows me interest, it's a month worth of work to get myself in any kind of condition <laughs> to be seen. Oh, yeah. But then how? But the pressure to be listen to how high you're making my voice go. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure to be. Con- I used to date. I used to date a boy that lived upstairs, not here, another flat. And the pressure to be exfoliated, and not eat garlic, was because <laughs> he might just turn up. Literally nail on the head, God, massive issue. <laughs> massive issue. No, I feel you. I mean, it does. I mean, I, I joke with my housemate about this all the time. Like, it takes a small army to like sort a woman out to at least <laughs> at least bear an you know an ankle nowadays. <laughs> like the hair around my ankle is thicker than most people's hair. Hair. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, it's so thick. So yeah, I, I do agree with you. It does take a a lot. I mean, there are stripper tricks like wearing. Um, what are they called? I've forgotten now. A burka. Long. <laughs> <laughs> a burka. Don't go into work. No, you know, the stockings, the like stockings. 
stockings. stockings. Stockings. Those stockings. stockings. Those those stockings. stockings. The stockings. Yes. Yeah, wear, wear a stocking. Do you know what I mean? And also, it's two meters away. It would be two meters away now. If it was one yeah. meter away before COVID, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no one can touch you anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it does. And also, dark lighting. That's yeah. always a key. Purple and yeah. pink dark lighting. No cellulite is found on any <gasps> orifice of your body. I swear to God. Oh my God, I'm going to take that uh, information to my day-to-day life. There's light bulbs you can get and you can like change the colour. So when you get oh, yes. down and dirty and you can the remote control ones. Yes. Why, yeah. Where have I been? So, so what's happening next with for strippers? So do we have any idea of when you might be able to go back to work and what's happening next with your podcast? Um, strippers, I have no idea. It's literally tumbleweed. We have no idea when things are going to open. I think it'll probably be the last thing next Christmas, maybe. Mm. I don't know. It'll be that long. So, um, yeah, I think all the all the sex workers and all of my friends are all doing other things right now. Um, what kind of things are they doing? What? Well, cam is a massive thing. That is actually yeah. like, and all the, I mean, the dungeons have slowly opened a little bit. So all the dominatrixes are still working, but obviously because of COVID, it's a bit more difficult, mm. isn't it? To be a bit more up and personal, all that, you know, all those fluids flying around. It's just not, it's not normal. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to be working in a dungeon nowadays. So uh, cam is the huge thing. Um, a lot of people have sugar daddies who they'll see um, and escorts with their regulars who they trust. Yeah. Um, so that's basically it. Um, yeah. So I don't think I don't think strip clubs are going to be opening. For, and even if they do, it's kind of like porn. You know, the golden age of stripping is gone. People aren't paying for strippers anymore. Really, mm. they're not paying the big money. Um, they'd rather go to an escort, someone who can actually give them a, a, a proper experience where they can feel like close to someone. Strippers are so now behind fifty bodyguards and like a meter away. You know that you can't really have a one-on-one, uh, you know, relationship with them. Um, so. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think it's going to be opening anytime soon. I think we're all going to be. You know, Do you think for- there's like um? What is the saying? Um, des- is it um the mother of sti- ingenuity? A stitch in time. A <laughs> <laughs> um, rolling stone. Uh, invent. Invention. Um, oh fuck! It's like the mother of invention. Desperation is the mother of invention, or something. Where oh, like where know. you're, where like because you've been put in this situation, and it feels like. Like with the East London Strippers Collective, um, because they didn't want to keep having to pay. Well, it, it's not just as of paying for house fees, but yeah. like you know, they they do events online, like live um, uh, live drawing and everything. So, yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. there's going to be a, a new invention within the world of stripping that's going to like? I don't know. Ten minutes to pose that question. Oh my god! I am so. I'm not even hungover. Necessity is the mother of all invention. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, we got there there in the end. Yes. Oh. Um. To answer your question, (laughs) you know what? (laughs) Was there a question? (laughs) I I mean, I can't remember it. If there was, I just agree. To answer your question, your very eloquently put question, I (laughs) I will say. I think no, because the UK is just very simple-minded. In America, yeah, they're doing drive-through stripping. They're doing drive-through stripping. So the strip clubs are giving people food. They're going there for like takeaway food. Then the the, the cars will go into these parked bays with like a little awning over it. There'll be a stripper yeah. in there for two and a half minutes, and you can tip her from inside the car on a tap. Oh, oh my god! And that's happening in Vegas as well. So they're actually still working, which is great. 
Now, how do you feel about that? As a stripper, how would you feel about doing that? You know what? I'd do it. I'd, I, why not? <laughs> I mean, it would be fun, wouldn't it? Like out in the daylight with your, with your like, I mean, obviously it's completely covered and it's like, a, it's almost like going into the car wash. I think it'd be fun. It would be yeah. really fun. I don't know how long it would last, but um, yeah. That's a novelty that. experience. Yeah, that for real. Be, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So fingers crossed that'll make its way over. <laughs> Do you ever get annoyed that people would judge strippers? Like if they, like when people read about that or like we had loads of things a couple of years ago where loads of feminists kept going into the uh, the bad kind of feminists I call myself a feminist but like a pro-sex work feminist but you had all the ones that were going in filming strippers and like I'm just like that's that's not no. okay no it's do, not do, do, you know how do you feel when people are like oh no that's disgusting we don't want our women doing that that's you know blah blah that blah. is I think that's just dated like, it's yeah. like, read a book, like, watch the TV. That's what I would say. Like, yeah. really? Like, the, these people as well, I, I found, the ones who are most verbal about it are the ones that go to the strip clubs. They're the ones <laughs> that see the escorts. They're the ones secretly behind. It's almost like a cover-up. Um, I don't hmm. understand it personally. Like, I, I think women also, like, notoriously, we're not kind to one another. You know, yeah. in, it's hard to find women who, who are just especially muggle women being pro-sex work, um, it's more difficult. And I, I get that. Um, but it's just education, isn't it? It's just, you know, it's, it's not going away. Yeah. So people just need to read a book, really. That's all I can say about it. Tell us finally what's, go- what's happening with the podcast. What are you going to do with it? When are we coming on? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to email you straight off this. But like, <laughs> ladies, when are we? Ha- please come on. I would love you to. This has been an absolute blast for me. <laughs> like, I've been guessing on quite a few podcasts. This is by far... My <laughs> you women are the best, so thank you for having thank me. Thank you. Like, honestly, oh. please come back and see me. Um, yeah, yeah, I would love to have you. Please, please come. I'm a massive, <laughs> massive fan. I'm a massive fan. So yeah, I would love that. Uh, I want you to do live shows. I want you to get oh. up and start doing like live shows. And... That would be cool, wouldn't it? That would be mean, amazing. I'm, I'm such a baby podcast. I literally know nothing about nothing. I'm just like reaching out and trying to be friends <gasps> with everyone. Like help me. Come and be friends with us. You. When oh, we no, do yeah. our next live podcast, come on it. You'd be fantastic. Oh, I'd love and to also, because yeah. you've had, you went to drama school, you could sing a song. You could sing <gasps> a song, just... Randa. Yeah, and teach us some stripping. Oh, <laughs> oh stripping. Oh, the come out and my dinner tomorrow can you imagine yeah that'll be so good get us a little bowl daddy warbucks yeah literally come out daddy was that from fanny it was from fanny stop it stop it fanny the new musical three girls one daddy Honestly, best of luck with this. You're brilliant. Yeah. The podcast, I can't wait to listen to it. I'm sure thank it's you. absolutely <laughs> fab. I know Miranda's been raving about it. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Honestly, ladies, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, me no, you're thank doing you. fantastic. Fantastic. Well done. Thank you so much. Thank and you. if people want to catch hold of the podcast, where can they, where, where, when's it out? Where can they get it? It's every happy hump day, hump day, hump day, Wednesdays. So anyway, oh. you can listen to podcasts. Yeah. Anywhere. Apple, Spotify, everywhere. So yeah. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Baby <laughs> <Maybe. Maybe> Lynch. <laughs> Miranda Kane. <laughs> Baby Munting Lynch, as I do an <laughs> I really, <laughs> really, 
I thought bunting's quite special. And then she described the rest of it. And actually, bunting. <laughs> nothing, nothing weird about that at all. <laughs> what did you think of our lovely Chloe then? Oh, I loved her. She was so like lively and articulate and fun and, <laughs> and interesting and kind of... I'm going to say shameless, but I mean that in a really good way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just is like, yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I do this. And, you know, and there's no reason why she should have any shame, but she's just so like, yeah, I do this and brilliant. I do this. I do this. And uh, really forthright and really positive. And I just loved her. I can't believe, and, I can't, and I'll drag you into this. Why don't, why she could fall in love? <laughs> Uh, is that yeah but will she fall in love with a dog on the street or will she fall in love with daddy warbucks that is <laughs> producing for next year's edinburgh fringe it's the good sex bad sex and stripper story podcast presents fanny the musical to the hard knock life <laughs> 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 Thank you, Miss Shaggygum. <laughs> Two girls, one daddy warbuck. <laughs> you are you're kind of ruining my childhood if you don't mind me saying. But anyway, I have got a yeah. card. I don't want to talk about it. My name is <laughs> BB Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Juliet Nichols for Metro.co.uk. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex with a triple X at the end. <laughs> and also, you've got... I mean, it's fucking <laughs> tedious. tedious. It's tedious. Really ridiculous. Also, if you... Ridiculous. If you have a sexy question, and we spell sexy, very X's. <laughs> if you've got a sexy question, or query, or topic that you would love us to talk about, uh, get in touch. Info at sexpod.com. No, if you just want to be on the show, just get in touch with us. That would be great. Um, otherwise, uh, what are we going to do, BB? We'll see you next week. We will see you in the next week. 